As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. What's up, Wizards fans? Welcome to another episode of the Wizards Tip-Off podcast. Chase Hughes and Chris Miller in studio. And a lot to get to today, including an interview I got with John Wall at the All-Star Celebrity Softball Game. Talked a little baseball Worlds collided for me uh, a little bit here. Honestly, Chris, I think this is going to be one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done. I wish I could trade you back to baseball, actually. (laughs) Uh, I think this is going to be one of my favorite episodes because uh, I've been covering the All-Star game and the All-Star weekend, and there's been, like, Wizards connections the whole time. Like, for the listeners out there that don't know, I used to cover baseball. I covered the Nationals for five years. Now I cover the Wizards. Now those worlds are colliding. So I think that's going to be a cool thing. And then also I have you back, Chris. You're, you're my guy, and you're back here in studio. Back from the oh, peach Oh, shut stand. up. Just get to the topics. <laughs> All that lovey stuff. You good, man? Yeah, man. How, how'd the Peach Jam go? Peach Jam was great. Uh, it was better than Summer League. Really? The competition was so much better than Summer League, and I'm talking about high school kids. Yeah, this is uh, this uh, was an AAU tournament? A Nike AAU tournament. Um, congratulations to Team Takeover from here in the D.C. area. They won Peach Jam. Two-time champs now. Um, only lost one time. Is your son on takeover? Year. No, he's on a different team. He's on the disciples. Okay. Uh, but this takeover team, this might be the best AAU team I've ever seen. Really? Like they're loaded top to bottom. Guard play is terrific. They've got great post players, uh, great coaching staff, fan base. So I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Keith Stevens, uh, Doug Martin, that entire coaching staff for uh, representing the DMV well down in Peach Jam and, and um, beating a really good Why Not team sponsored by Russell Westbrook in the championship game. So that was... Uh, was Russ there? Russ was there. Victor Oladipo, who is a team takeover alum, was there. Um, a lot of coaches were there. Again, they put on a great event. If you are a hoop junkie, and I'm a hoop junkie, and I spent... Five days down there, not only watching my son perform, which he did really well, I'm proud of him, but to see all of this talent that's coming. You know, there are, I saw some pros down there. They're, they're, they're coming in a couple of years. So, fun event. Glad to be back. John Wall and some of the Wizards players, apparently they're baseball junkies because Keith was there. We know Markeith Morris is a big Nationals fan, and John Wall loves him some Bryce Harper, and he was there for not only the celebrity game, he was there for the home run derby. Uh, he was in a suite going nuts, if you've seen his videos on uh, Instagram. And I would imagine he's going to be at the All-Star game. By the time y'all out there listen to this, the All-Star game might have already happened. But I would imagine he's going to be there. He's, he's been there all week. Um, so I want to talk about John Wall uh, at the All-Star Celebrity game and how he did and how it was actually a really fun event. I, I can't imagine you watched, right, Chris? Did you watch? It was after the Home Run Derby. No. It was on tape delay the next night. Oh, I actually did see his two... I- Wait, I saw one of his at bats. He got a single, right? He got a, yeah. I was only there for about half the game. He got a single up the middle, and then, I did see that, and then scored a run, that. scored all the way from first on a single by Andre Hall of Famer Andre Dawson. You know, did Andre Dawson have a fly ball hit him upside the head? 
Uh, I didn't see that. It was a foul ball. I think it was a foul ball. And Maybe it was later in the game. He got hit in the head. Yeah, with the foul ball. I was like, wow. Somebody call Jose Canseco and say you have company. <laughs> You've got company. Speaking of uh, John Wall at the celebrity game, um, you'll hear the interview in just a few minutes, and there's a very interesting answer that he had on Bryce Harper's future because Bryce Harper's obviously going to be a free agent later in the year. So uh, just tease that real quick. But uh, first, John Wall in the celebrity game said that he was out there to redeem himself because obviously <laughs> John Wall had a, he had an interesting moment at Nationals Park years ago throwing a first pitch, which mm-hmm. you'll hear in this interview, he claims he was rope-a-doped. He was set up by, he was thrown off the grass, and they were like, oh, why don't you throw off the mound? And you know that mound changes everything, right? Uh, it changes everything. Yeah, it changes everything. everything. And what's funny is he said that he went out there a few years later and threw a really nice first pitch, but no one ever talks about that. Mm-hmm. Instead, he's on the, the low lights with uh, you know 50 Cent and, and all the people. Uh, I think... Um, Whoever the chick did, uh, they called, did Call Me Maybe. She's got one of the worst ever. 50 Cent's probably got the worst ever. Remember his? Yes, it was yeah, awful. He, he's got the worst one ever. He was in a Mets uh, uniform, right? Did he have a yeah, Mets yeah, game? he was at City Field. So it's not good. I wouldn't say John Wall. I, I think he redeemed himself in the celebrity game. Uh, defense was, he's so was com- kind of an invention. You know he's competitive. You knew he wasn't going to go out there and embarrass himself. Right. He, he probably went to some. What are he those said the, he didn't practice, Chris. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. So, and I'll tell him that to his face when I see him. You practiced, right? You yeah, I can't did. imagine he no, didn't at he least didn't. throw the ball a little bit. He didn't right? go out there like, oh, okay, I'll just go out here. No, but so defensively, he wasn't. He he doesn't have the 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 best uh, pick. He doesn't have the best glove. He wasn't exactly you know diving in the dirt to get balls up the middle and stuff like that. But I thought he threw the ball pretty well, um, and he hit the ball pretty well. He was two for three. I think he had an RBI. Um, so John Wall can definitely swing the bat a little bit. And then once he got on the bases, that's when you saw, okay, that that guy's a little different. And what was so funny, Chris? Oh, God, here we go. Chase Hughes' baseball analysis on a five-time I tell NBA you what. all-star basketball player. Go ahead, Buster Olney. <laughs> I'll give you the scouting uh, one through 80 grades that uh, MLB scouts get. Does he have plus speed on the base pass, He definitely Chase? has plus speed. Yeah, but the funniest thing about this event, it dawned on me once John Wall came up to plate. I thought it was so funny because Tim Kirchin of ESPN is on first base. He's like a 5'3 old dude that, you know, is like a, a baseball nerd who's on ESPN. And John Wall singles, and all of a sudden Kirchin goes to second. And then Andre Dawson, one of the best sluggers of all time in baseball history, a former Expo and Cub, of course, comes up to the plate, hits a single. And all of a sudden, Tim Kirchin and John Wall are rounding the bases and going home. And, like, <laughs> I thought John Wall was going to catch him, but Tim Kirchin's kind of fast. Like, like uh, he's he's pretty good athlete. I've seen Tim Kirchin actually play basketball yeah. against high school kids. And he's did, not bad at basketball, did, right? He did really good. Yeah. Uh, he don't, don't sleep. You might call him old if you want. He gets you out there on that court. You you be coming here with some sprained ankles. Kirchin <laughs> can play. I've heard stories. He's a player. I've heard stories. He played with Cal Ripken a lot. Yeah, I have. I've heard those stories. So John Wall got. I mean, when he was around on the bases, that that that's where you could really see his value to the team, Chris. But it was just so funny because no, stop it. It's John like, Wall's hitting in between Jenny Finch, and day. she's like a softball legend, and Andre Dawson. You a were in your legend. element, weren't you? Let's just be honest. Oh, right I now. was in my element. You were like. This was the best thing ever for you. Is get the All Star game, the Celebrity game, the Home Run Derby. 
This was you back in your element. It was it was good. It was you, it was a good time I wish to be chasing. People Chase can see your face right now. You're like <laughs> you're. It's like Christmas. <laughs> I, I told it, you, though. man. Worlds That's colliding. And good. some of the other funny things were Shaq was there. He was DJing the whole thing from My center man, field. Shaq. Although he was going by DJ Diesel, and the MCs were like, "So DJ Diesel, you look familiar. You're you're like seven one, like three hundred pounds. You ever thought about playing basketball?" And he was like, "No, I just. Uh, he's like, I just." I'm on the ones and twos, and uh, Jamie Foxx was there. It was it was really fun. It was really fun. And Bill Nye, the science guy, one of the best moments was uh, he got a single, and John Wall went like nuts over it. He like left the bench and like celebrated with him at first base. Like for some reason, John Wall's a huge Bill Nye, the science guy fan, uh, which I did not expect. But you know, I've never really thought about watching that game like on TV, but being there in person and having a reason to be invested in it because John Wall was in it. Made for a pretty fun event. Like I, I think that's an underrated sporting event because you've got all these oh, celebrities. Chase. What happened? Our guy Garrett Temple just got traded. Yeah, that's right, to Memphis. Oh. All right, go ahead. Finish that's going to be good for him, though, I think. Although the Kings are kind of on the rise, but he, he's going to be starting there. So that's good. He got traded for Ben McLemore, right, yeah. in cash? Oh, wow. Yeah, I think, the, I think the Grizzlies won that trade. So, um... Let's get to this John Wall interview, and on the back end of it, I want to get your thoughts on some things that he said, um, because I feel like you would uh, have some interesting thoughts on on John Wall and his place in this city, and then also I want to go back to something that he told you in, in your interview with him, which was just last week or the week before in Las Vegas. Um, so let's get to that interview, and, and as you'll hear, uh, since Chris talked to him so recently about Dwight Howard and Austin Rivers, I kind of asked him some outside-the-box questions I asked him about, of course, playing baseball in that game and also uh, his In My Feelings challenge. You, you saw that, I'm sure, Chris, on Instagram? I did. Yeah, with <laughs> with the housekeepers. So you get the backstory of that. Asked him about Devin Robinson's dunk, uh, which, Chris, I know you had just less, left Vegas before the playoffs began, before the, the big, bad summer league postseason began, but that dunk was vicious. And we got John Wall's reaction. Also asked him about Troy Brown's Summer League, and then, of course, his thoughts on Bryce Harper. And I'll set this up by saying that I thought it was an interesting time to ask him this and the right time because it was at Nationals Park. Um, And I thought he's an interesting guy to ask about Bryce Harper's future. And the reason why is because John Wall, Chris, has twice decided to stay here on contract extensions. Now, baseball and basketball are a little bit different in the way those contract structures are set up, Mm -hmm. and I'll address that after the interview. But let's hear from John Wall right after a short break. First of all, you're, I'm sure you saw Devin Robinson's dunk in the summer league. What would you think when you saw that? Oh, very impressive. We know he's athletic, but uh, to get a dunk like that on somebody, it was big time. He had a, he had a heck of a summer league, though. He played great for us. What would you think about Troy Brown's play in the summer league? I think he played great. I think at times he was a little passive and, you know I mean, not being aggressive. But you kind of tend to do that when you don't know and get used to the NBA game. But I think he's, he did pretty well for himself. Uh, you said over there you wanted to kind of redeem yourself for that first pitch. Um, what do you hope to accomplish out there on the field, knowing it is kind of a, a exhibition game, but you're a pro athlete? Oh, yeah. Well, I redeemed myself. I came back a year later and did a pitch, so I redeemed myself. I you, they set me up the first time because they let me pitch on the grass in the back, and I got out there and said, you got to stand on the mound. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This, this is totally different. So it was pretty bad, but uh, it's just fun out here coming out here, have fun and enjoy it and represent D.C. Uh, so you are obviously a star athlete in this town, and you've signed two extensions to stay here. Later this summer, Bryce Harper is going to be one of the biggest free agents probably in sports history, baseball history. What would you say to a guy who's got to make that decision that you've already made about his future? Um, well, it's kind of tough. You know what I mean? It, it depends on 
if you want to do it off of loyalty or if you want to do it because you want to make sure you make the most money you can make. So that's a tough decision you can have. I had the opportunity where I have loyalty here and also can make the money. So that was a bonus and a plus for me in both situations. But just for so much I mean to the city and so how much the city means to me is the reason why I wanted to stay and what I want to bring here is a championship, which I promise and I hope I can do that. Um, yeah, what, what do you like about playing here that, was, that drew my you dad. here? Well, my dad's from here. My dad's from here. Um, just the way they welcomed me from the first day I came here. Um, sticking with me through the tough times when we wasn't winning early on, then started to win. And uh, the city just embraced me, man. I embraced the city back. Uh, I feel like home, and I won't want to be nowhere else. And uh, lastly, the In My Feelings Challenge, obviously you did that. How did that come about? Obviously, a lot of people thought the video was funny with the, the housekeepers. Well, I give it credit to my assistant. She was like, I was like, I wasn't going to do it because everybody knew I can dance, so they wanted me to do it. I'm like, I don't want to do it. I just going to let this one pass. And she was at the house doing some uh, work and stuff, and she was like, well, let's have it like the maids are cleaning up, and you just start doing the dancing. We did it. Cool, man. Good yeah. luck out there. Back on the Wizards Tip-Off podcast, Chase Hughes and Chris Miller in studio at NBC Sports Washington. And, Chris, the money quote there John Wall said about Bryce Harper is that, you know, he's basically going to have to decide about whether he wants to get the most money possible out there or if he wants to be loyal to the franchise and if he wants to be loyal to Washington, D.C. Now, the first thing that people are probably going to think of, they're going to point out, that baseball and basketball are very different and that to stay in basketball, you actually get more money. It's in the CBA. There's incentives to get more money to stay. But only a fool would think that that actually keeps players where they are. Look at all the superstars around the league that have moved on. Kawhi Leonard, he is trying to give up $70 million in what would have been a supermax contract with the San Antonio Spurs to move on to another team. Uh, Chris Paul left. Dwight Howard, who's here, he can remind you of that. Carmelo Anthony. Uh, a lot of these guys have changed places. Jimmy Butler, Paul George, LeBron James, of course. Most guys change places. So John Wall is an exception to the rule. He's an outlier by staying with his team and talking openly about spending his entire career there and you know maybe having his jersey up in the rafters. That's something he said last summer at his, uh, his press conference for his contract extension. Um, so John Wall has been loyal, and I think there is also reason to believe that Bryce Harper could make more money if he went somewhere else. You know, there's a lot of people who want him to, to stay here in Washington, but there's a lot of Chris Millers out there that would love to see him go to New York. And if he went to New York and played for the Yankees, or if he went to the Dodgers or something like that, or the Cubs, maybe he gets even more endorsements. So there maybe would be more money on the line. But what do you think about the, the idea that John Wall goes back to that idea of loyalty and whether Bryce Harper would maybe favor that because... As we've heard Bryce Harper talk in recent days, it is starting to kind of hit him now about the people that he's come to know and love over the last few years uh, playing in Washington and growing up in Washington. And clearly, for John Wall at least, uh, that's a very important part of, of his decision making. That's the longest question you've asked me on this podcast. Really? <laughs> I, I almost dozed off halfway through it waiting for you to get to the question. I don't know Bryce. I just know the guy that I see between the lines is a, a bulldog competitor, somebody that cares, and clearly he wants to win a World Series. Um, but John is a throwback. I've said this for years. He, 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 he's the type of dude I think could have played like in the 90s because of just his grit and grind. And a lot of what he is is based on loyalty. You know, his friends are his, have been his friends. They're, they're what we call day ones. Um, circles tight. Um, even some of the frustrations that he has had um, with the team, it's still his team. Okay, it's kind of like, you know, we, 
it's like your family member to get on your damn nerves. But at the end of the day, if somebody outside of your family spoke uh, out of turn about one of your family members, you're ready to go. I feel like John has that type of relationship with the Wizards. Okay, so he's different, and plus he wants to kind of do it here as opposed to going elsewhere and pairing up. That's why he fought <laughs> as long as he could before getting on a phone call and calling people. And he called Dwight Howard, and he got Dwight Howard here. He talked to Austin Rivers in Miami, got him here. So John went as far as he could knowing that you're going to have to go get some pieces, but he's not going to go somewhere else. So for Bryce, again, I don't know his situation. I know that uh, when I was in New York – in June at a Nats Yankees game. I had my Yankees jersey on. And as a fan, we were recruiting because I think he is a big time talent. And seeing him in pinstripes would be kind of cool. But if he stays here in DC, you got to chip your hat too because he understands loyalty. Right. But I've always said this, Chase Hughes, and I'm going to school you real quick. Loyalty is a two-way street. It takes two to be loyal. That's true. So you could be loyal to somebody, but I've seen a lot in my day where teams move on from players. You know, when 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 they're striking out a lot, or you got some just, star outfielders they, on the come up. Yep. So again, loyalty is a two-way street. I'll just leave it at that. So I think one takeaway, though, from these past few days is that Bryce Harper's clearly, and I can attest to this because I covered him for years, is that he's a very sentimental guy, and he's, t- he's now talking about you know the security guards when he walks in the building, uh, the cook. Could that be a goodbye? Don't See, you think that could, he could be thinking, hey, I, do I really want to leave this, these people in this community that I've grown up in? Well, you in? could look at it two ways. Could it be this was his advanced goodbye? Listen, let me tell you something, Chase. Again, I don't, I don't know baseball as, as much as you do. You know over the there. sport, though. You play a lot of MLB. The show. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did cover baseball for ten years. So, <laughs> the Indians, right? Covered the Indians. Yeah. I know this. When it starts getting to that bidding, and people got to sit down and they see a lot of zeros in front of them, it changes people's minds. I've done a lot of hot stove leagues, brother. I've seen when. Indians lost a lot of stars over the years, I, I too. I remember when Manny Ramirez got that Boston contract and people in Cleveland were like, Wah. Yeah. Wait a minute, Manny. I thought, Manny. Right. I thought you were. <laughs> okay. You know, it, it has to be said that baseball is different. You know, like, the, the pressure that Bryce Harper's in right now, just to give an example, like, in basketball, if a guy's having a bad year, and it's a free agency year. He might he might lose some money, right? He might lose some million some millions. Obviously, Demarcus Cousins getting injured, he lost a lot of money. Bryce Harper is that average dips. He, you're talking tens of millions of dollars that's on the line. So that could be the difference. Is this true? At one point, people were talking about four hundred million for him. Yeah, come on, man. That's what that's what he's looking at when you're talking about the wow. the extra zeros. Wow. When he goes in free agency, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, the Yankees, who knows how much money they're going to throw at him? Four hundred million. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get $400 million at this point. I think he's going to get just south of that, but he's going to get more than your guy, John Carlos Stanton. He'll get a record. He'll get a record deal, 10 years, opt-outs all over the place. Baseball, you can get so creative with contracts. You can go 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, and then obviously 10 is 
not an opt-out, but you can have opt-outs all over the place. These guys can get anything they want. He can get the best contract in sports. It's crazy, man. I ain't mad at him. Yeah. Basketball, there's so much structure to it, you know? There's the the extension scales and everything like that. You can get paid now. You get some trade kickers, though. You get some player yeah. options. You know, there's some things, some sweeteners you can put in there, but, man. And as Otto Porter showed, you can get half the money up front in October, oh. right? <laughs> Shout out to Otto. <laughs> shout out to Bryce Harper, man. Yeah. But, man, get that paper while you can get it. I know, I know. And at the end of the day, you can't blame these players. Like, Absolutely like, not. This is this is the their one chance. Society, yeah. Chase Hughes. Right. And get the own, money. The owners and the teams are going to be around forever. These guys, their careers are fleeting. You know, they're an injury away. Wow. Um, you never know what's going to happen, especially like a pitcher or something like that. Four hundred million. Can you? And it's all guaranteed. Four hundred million. Come on, last name. <laughs> Chris Harper. Chris Harper. Yeah. Um, All right. So uh, to wrap up this episode, I wanted to go back to something that uh, John actually told you in his interview with you in Vegas, and that was something that I know he's talked to you about um, on a few occasions. That is less talk this year for the Wizards. Uh, and when he, in his answer to you, he mentioned the fact that we we have to earn that respect. We can't go out losing to the losing teams, right? Um, do you think this team can do that? Is it is it in their DNA, John and Bradley Beal? Because going back when I was writing the blog, I was like, man, Brad, I think, has said more than anyone, which was kind of surprising to think about. But he's the one who said they're the best team in the East and best backcourt in the league and that sort of stuff. You, you think they can do that? They can uh, kind of keep a low profile and sneak up on people? Last year was a humbling experience Yeah, for a lot of those guys. And again... I'm beating a dead horse when I keep talking about last season. But you you, you got bounced in the first round. There was a lot of talk about being better than that because it was talk. See, it was talk. But I feel like now if they just keep their mouth shut and just play, which I think they can do because of the humbling experience last year, I think they'll be okay. I think – and even John told me in Vegas, this might be the best team on paper he's ever had since he's been in the NBA. It's right there in front of him. No injuries. Knock on wood. They don't have any injuries. I'm intrigued. I'm not excited because I've been fooled before. But I'm intrigued by this group of uh, personalities. There's some personalities in that locker room. But I think if they humble themselves and know that what happened last year can happen again by disrespecting your opponents, I feel like now they they might have learned their lesson. Call well, me a sucker if they don't, but I, I feel like they learned their lesson. Yeah, I think they had uh, not only a disappointing year, but when you talk the talk like that and then can't walk the walk and back it up, it, it's a little bit embarrassing. And I feel like those guys were humbled by that too, just being like, you know, we didn't back it up, and that didn't look great. And it's tough because these athletes, they're they're in their position in part because they have that mindset where every time they step on the floor, they're the best player on the floor. And John Wall, if you're going to ask him, are you the best point guard in the league, he's not going to say no. Like it, it, Usually there are questions that are asked to them. Um, but I think they learned their lesson when they said uh, some stuff about LeBron James and then he scored 57 points in Capital One Arena. That was tough. Again, there were some humbling moments, and I, I feel like that this is this is good. Um, man, I just I can't wait for this season. 
I don't know if I've been more excited about seeing this collection of players together than I have in any season. This is my 11. <laughs> Boy, there's some personalities on this team, man. You know, uh, last question for you. Speak. So two years ago, when they won 49 games, they really snuck up on a lot of people. And then they got all those national TV games. Mm -hmm. And John Wall said, we're not going to sneak up on anyone anymore. It's going to be different. We're going to get everyone's A game every night. Bradley Beal said the same thing. Do you think they're going to get a lot of national TV games this year? Yes. You think so? Because Cleveland's gone. Who else is going to get them? In the East? Who else is going to get the national TV games? Dwight Howard, too. They're going to be interesting. Yes. Yeah. Who else? Well, Boston Boston, and Philly. but, But they'll get their allotment. They'll get the allotment, and then they can't go over. I think whatever is it, thirty games or something like that before you have to put your your local network on to split. But I think they'll get their allotment. And West Boston. Coast time slots are a consideration. Yeah, who else? Who else in the East intrigues you? Giannis. They got a new building. Okay. They got a new stadium. They got new arenas. It's oh, gonna be the first that. year. Google it. <laughs> Toronto, hell, they're talking about trading for Kawhi. I mean, it, Toronto's trying to blow that thing up. Yeah. And plus, they're in Canada. Nobody's watching them on in prime time. Right. Indiana is Indiana. Indiana's Indiana. The Knicks are the Knicks. They might not even have Porzingis all year. Who else? Who else in the East? Yeah. It's it's a it's. That's the motto this year. Oh, Who else? Oh, what a time to be in the East. <laughs>